Welcome to the Kingdom Educators Podcast, where we empower Christian teachers to grab a hold of heaven's hope-filled perspective so you can activate transformational impact in your classroom and community. I'm your host, Jessica Glover, and I warmly welcome you to wake up to your strategic placement as a Kingdom Educator, anointed by the Creator and equipped by all of heaven to release the radical goodness of God that will transform lives and reshape education. Welcome back to our testimony unit. I am looking forward to today's episode with Jacob Luna. He is a friend from our Revive School of Ministry here in Wichita at New Life Covenant Church. And he asked me if he could come on and share a testimony about a teacher who was very pivotal in his growing up. And so I want to welcome you, Jacob, to the show today. Thank you, too. Yeah. And so we'll start out with a question. Jacob, could you share a little about your experience with school and how it impacted you as a young person? Growing up, I didn't really have the best structure in my life. School was an escape for me growing up because mom was on drugs. We were moving from state to state. Oh, wow. And um, abuse to abuse. So school to us was an escape because That's where we got fed. That's where we got dressed Mm -hmm. because mom had an addiction. Yeah. And we didn't really go there for learning. We were just there as as our safe place. This is where we're going to get fed. There's not a lot of people doing drugs around us. There's not a lot of partying. And teachers would buy us clothes because we would show up to school while my sister would lice in her head. And Mm -hmm. I was wearing the same clothes for two weeks. Uh-huh. And teachers would buy us clothes and they would take them off of us when we went home. They'd take your clothes off of you? They wouldn't get to go home with them? Yeah, they'll make us dress back into our old clothes because they knew we wouldn't come back with our new clothes we had. Oh, okay. So as we got older, well, 2007, that's when Child Protective Services came and knocked on the door, took me and my little sister away. Um, wow. Very malnourished. Um, we were skin and bone. Oh, my gosh. So it sounds like school was like the stabilizing place. Yeah. You could trust people. You had stability for what was happening during the day. You said there would be more order there. Yeah. And some teachers, especially Texas teachers, they didn't play around. They were just like, hey, I know you're going through a hard time, but we're here. They didn't play around. So they took care of you. They showed their love tough, but they showed their love saying, hey, we're here. You're mm-hmm. taken care of. But when we got taken away from Child Protective Services, luckily my grandma was right down the street and CPS. This is when where you could just call a guardian and say, hey, do you want to take over this kid? Mm-hmm. So my grandma came and got us. But school was still hard for us. As I got older, I got into the gangs, drugs. Mm-hmm. This happened all the way from junior high to high school. So I got kicked out of regular English class and I got put into Miss Gardner's class. This is the time where I was still getting high. I was very rebellious. Mm-hmm. I'd walk in and Miss Gardner would be like, Jacob, did you bring your homework? I'd be like, shut up, please, and leave me alone. I'm going to, I'm going to sleep. 
Never once did she send me to the principal's office. She just talked to me in a very like calm voice. So it sounds like she gave you a lot of grace. She gave me so much grace. Uh-huh. And it's just like, I'll walk in high. And she knew I was high. And I was just like, Miss Gardner, I don't want to hear it today. I'm laying down. Come to find out after I graduated, I had given my life to the Lord. And I had a buddy named Lewis. And the thing with me, I was never used to good words of affirmation. No one was speaking life into you, really. This was just like you yeah. were on your own pretty much, even though you're at grandma's. Yeah, I was used to negative. Okay. I walked into a teacher's class, home ed, and I see Lewis. He wasn't a buddy at the time. Lewis saw me and I was like, I'm already 16 at the time. I was like, man, I can't wait till I turn 17. I'm dropping now. Okay. And Lewis looked at me. He was like, no, you're not. You're a smart kid. I was like, what are you speaking, bro? Like, that kind of language to me is foreign. Not knowing that he was part of the puzzle. I had an old rival from junior high that I was supposed to fight. And it's spring break, and I am getting high. I'm at my aunt's house. My grandma's on vacation. Mm -hmm. Joshua Bustamante calls me. This is the person that was a rival to me. He calls me. He's like, hey you want to come to church? I'm like, dude, I don't even like you. And I don't even want to hear about Jesus. And he was like, well, there's a youth conference here. I was like, okay, I don't care. He was like, well, I serve the Lord now. I'm not trying to fight you. He was like, just come. Where he got me was, he was like, oh, we have food here, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, I'm hungry. <laughs> I was like, I will be there. So I'm chomping down on some burgers hot dog because I got the munchies mm -hmm. and he was like you staying for worship I was like mm, I guess so as I get into worship I hear the pastor speaking in tongues I'm like what is this but as the worship got heavier granted I have smoked if anybody doesn't know I smoked like five joints that is a lot mm -hmm. I'm high as a kite holy spirit moves I feel something overcoming and it takes away my high wow I feel normal again Wow. And I'm like, I look at Josh, I'm like, bro, I'm not high anymore. <laughs> I was like, what is this? He was like, that's the Holy Spirit, bro. I was like, dude, when I get high and I smoke that much, I am high the whole day. I show up and my high is gone. You said a miracle happened. God's getting your attention. That day I gave my life to Christ and did wow. I still have a little hiccups here and there. But when I came to graduate, Ms. Gardner had got news of that I had given my life to the Lord. Miss mm -hmm. Gardner found out they were having like this, like a little revival or whatever. She got a hold of me. She was like, boy, every single time you came into that room high, I wanted to quit. But God pushed me to pray for you. I was like, you were praying for me the whole time? Yeah, because you had a gift upon your life. And I, I could see the enemy was trying to take it away from you. I was praying right there in the midst. Wow. Gardner, why were you praying for me? She was like, little did I know her husband was a spirit-filled pastor. That's neat. I was like, whoa, okay, God, you've had your hand on me this whole time. Mm. So she impacted my life so much that she was in the background without me even knowing. Yeah. She didn't send me to a principal's office because she knew that the punishment would have been harsh. Okay. They would at least send me off. The way they do it out there is, getting um, busted with drugs in my ninth grade year. 
Mm-hmm. I already had charges on me of being on probation and this and that. So that would have came up. She knew that they would have sent me to teenage prison. Okay. So juvie. Yeah, they would have sent me to juvie. You're basically in prison as a young person. Mm-hmm. That whole time she was praying for me. And I was, I was like, you should have sent me to the principal's office. You should have wrote me up. You should have done mm-hmm. everything. She was like, I should have, but I did it. So this is just a really cool testimony that reminds us that when God asks us as teachers to be praying for kids and we have no idea what's happening on the other side, sometimes we get word back. Sometimes we never do where what we've done in following Jesus, staying connected with him in the classroom is actually he's doing something unseen. And so I just want to encourage teachers listening that Jacob's testimony right here is this teacher listened to what God said to do. She followed him. And then she got to see some of the fruit of what God called her to do. Jacob has been giving his heart to Jesus through another gang member that wasn't even his buddy, <laughs> led him to Jesus because the spirit of God showed up in a special way and sobered him up. Wow. That is so cool. Jacob, would you jump into just sharing what characteristics besides the ones you've shared already did this teacher exemplify that we could encourage teachers listening to know that these characteristics are really things that are making a difference. We we heard she had major patience, grace for you, listening to God's voice. Is there anything else that this teacher exemplified that you'd like to note? She was there for the students. She would um, exemplify that every time. She was like, I'm here for y'all. I'm here to teach y'all. I'm here to love on y'all. She wasn't there for a paycheck. Yeah. She was there for the kids. She really cared. She cared. And it's just like, she'll see me in the hall. She'd be like, how you doing, Jacob? Like, whatever. Another day in school. But she showed her compassion. She showed her sympathy. She wasn't one of these teachers that gave up on a kid. Mm -hmm. She had that perseverance. She had that endurance. Mm -hmm. And that really hit me. I was just like, woman, I have disrespected you in so many ways. I have called you out of your name in so many ways. I have said some horrendous things, but patience, like she really lived by the fruit of the spirit. She really carried the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. And that's what something that stood out to me with her more than any other teacher. Yeah. That's so encouraging. I know there's middle school and high school teachers, Jacob, that are listening And I was one at one point. And sometimes you have no idea, like you sharing your story today is a huge encouragement to the audience, because there are many kids that come in where you have no idea if there was any breakthrough and you speaking into their lives or continuing to offer grace or continuing to show that you care because it's not received. But to even hear you share today that it was foreign for you to hear words of affirmation, to hear words of life. And so this is such an encouragement. Teachers, I just want you to grab a hold of this today. Like keep speaking life and truth over your students who seem like they're not receiving because like you can hear today, Jacob was receiving. It just took him a while and the Lord brought a breakthrough for him. And he's still working in your life, Jacob. He's still doing things where replacing lies with truth and bringing kids and young adults into breakthrough. And so I just want to praise God for the things that he's done in your life, Jacob, and him coming after you, but he's after our kids. The Lord is after our kids. He wants to speak a word in due season that breathes life over bones. And the work that you do every day, teacher, is making a difference even when you don't feel it. And so I just want to encourage you today with this testimony. God is, he's on the move and he's in a good mood. And he wants to use you as a vessel of his glory and his goodness today. Hey, Jacob, before we, oh, you want to say something else? And another thing I want to share, the Lord had to deal with me a lot on being judgmental. And whenever he took me out of the gangs and he took me out of the drugs, I remember 
vividly think all of us could take this in. I was at McDonald's one day, and I seen this little white kid, bandana on his head, bandana hanging down his thumb pants. Me being judgmental, man, look at this wannabe little gang member, gangster. Holy Spirit spoke to me, messed me up, said, he's not a wannabe, he's fatherless. Mm. I was like, ooh, I'm sorry. Like, I couldn't even eat after that. I was like, is that what people were thinking of me? Is that what teachers were thinking of me? I'm a wannabe, but... There's a majority of these kids that are growing up without dads, majority of these kids that their moms are on drugs. And the only mom figure and dad figure that they have is the teachers. It's y'all's teachers because they see the love. They see the compassion y'all are giving them. They see that structure. And y'all are the only mom and dad figures that they see at that time because their mom or dad are possibly an alcoholic, drug addict. And y'all are the ones that are carving their future so to recognize it's a huge impact. It's making a difference. Yep. It's really good. Hey, Jacob, well, before we close up today, would you mind praying for teachers today just to have courage to share truth in life and that they would continue to be strengthened by God's voice, even when they don't see things shifting right now, just to have faith that they will? Father God, I just come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. Lord, I just as these teachers get equipped and they get ready because it's a battlefield. Whenever they're stepping onto that school ground, Father God, it is a battlefield with everything that these kids are going through, Lord. And that, Lord, that they're not only fighting their own battles right, right now, Lord, that you just help them to be sensitive to your spirit. That, Father God, you drop um, nudges in their spirit and show them things through the spirit, Father God, and what they're going through and show them how to approach that, Father God, in the right timing. And that, Lord, that they will step out of boldness like Miss Gardner would, Father God. And that they would even ask the kids that, that they need prayer or if they need anything. And that they'll step out in the boldness of you, Father God, when you drop something in their spirit on what they're going through that nobody knows about. They, it only could be revealed through your Holy Spirit and that it'll bring breakthrough in their life, Father God. And that these teachers are going to raise up warriors, Father God. I pray that you put more kingdom teachers in there, Father God, to rise up these kids, rise up the army to bring a revolution in the school, Father God, that things would change, that prayer would come back into school, Father God. The prayer would break out so much, Father God, yes. and that you'll just bring another Jesus revolution. So powerful that it'd be stronger than the one that it was back in the old days, that you break the old wineskins wine and bring new wineskins, Father God. So, Lord, I just thank that. What you have bringing up of these new warriors, these teachers, they see them. As you see them, that you give them kingdom eyes, that you give them your eyes. They don't see them for their flaws. They don't see them for their mistakes. But they see them as the masterpiece that you see them as. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jacob, for being willing to share your vulnerable testimony today. And just know that there's many that will be blessed through it. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends in education so they too can be strengthened and encouraged in living their kingdom identity out loud in this pivotal hour. And please visit kingdomeducators.com to receive your Kingdom Educator Daily Truth Declarations, my encouraging newsletter, and be the first to know about my newest resources online and in-person events. And be sure to find me on the socials at kingdom.educators. 
Until next time, don't forget you are a history maker and what you do every day is transforming lives.